0: Hello, welcome to Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday, where all your questions for your primary care doctor are answered. Our goal is to help our listeners make their wellness a priority and live out long, enjoyable and fulfilling lives. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Weekly Dose with Dr. Uday. We are gonna be talking all about obesity medicine, specifically medications. I have a special guest with us today. I have Dr. Alicia Shelley. And so we're gonna be going into this amazing topic. I feel like this is something that needs to be talked about and it's a big issue. Now, before I get started, I'm gonna start with um, introductions. So for those that don't know me, I am uh, Dr. Uday. I'm a board certified family medicine physician i'm based in martinsburg west virginia i own a primary care practice namely apple valley family medicine and i also own an aesthetic practice my goal is to have my patients not only feeling good but looking good so let's get right to it so i have dr shelley here with us today so i'm going to give you some information about her she's a board certified internal medicine doc she's also board certified in obesity medicine um, she practices with Wellstar Medical Group in um, Douglasville, Georgia. She's the host of Back on Track Achieving Health Weight Loss podcast. And she also hosts a Thrive for Life YouTube channel. So, and she also is a renowned speaker. So all great things. So Dr. Shelley, thank you so much for being here with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Uday. I'm so excited to be able to come and talk about obesity and obesity medications.
0: Yes, this is going to be really good. Okay, so awesome.
1: So um,
0: like I said, I mean, this is, you know, something that as um, physicians, we're trying to help our patients with. We are trying to take care of ourselves, take care of our families. And, you know, the consequences of health-wise of obesity is far-reaching. So from your perspective, why is it so important to have this discussion about the choice, you know, the options and medicines that
1: are out there for obesity? Oh, yes, because um, many of many people um, in America today and just abroad are dealing with having extra weight, being being um, considered in the obesity and overweight category. And so a lot of times people feel like they're not enough. That they're just, they're just exercising and eating less, but they're not seeing the weight come off. And so it can get very discouraging and people stop. Uh, the one thing people should consider is that uh, obesity is a chronic disease, meaning that similar to high blood pressure and diabetes, this is something you always have to keep monitoring and keep a check on. Because even if you were to lose weight, if you were to stop all the healthy habits that you are doing, um, the weight can come back. So it's always important to kind of be mindful of that. And for some people, there's a genetic component where it runs in the family. If you look at your mom, your dad, your brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, we're all a little bit heavier set than maybe another family. And so you always have to combat that. Um the good I'm glad that we are talking about obesity medications because this is just another arm or another treatment, how we can help with uh with battling it. There's no there's no like magic bullet. There's no like one pill that's gonna cure all, um, or one shot that will cure all. It's more of a combination, the same that you see with diabetes and high blood pressure, where you're looking at just the lifestyle as well as you know with medications to help with treatment.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I always tell my patients that I see um, for the same thing that you know it's it kind of helps along, but all the other things that go along with it, lifestyle and all that, still need to be practiced. So now this leads to the next thing. So what, what goes into deciding, you know, what medication to pick or you, um, from your perspective?
1: Yeah. So the one thing I'll mention is that when somebody does like lifestyle changes alone, the average weight loss is usually between five to 10% of their body weight. But if you're adding on that medication, it can actually increase to like 15 and soon to be on the market, studies have shown 20% um, as far as body weight. Um, but that's a medication we'll talk about a little bit later on in the, um, in the interview. But when it comes to which medication is right for the particular patient, first of all, we have to discuss whether that patient wants to be on medication. Uh, some people are on a lot of medications with their high blood pressure, diabetes, heart failure, asthma. And so sometimes taking another medication is, is, is overwhelming. And so I always like to assess the patient first, see where they wanna go with it. If they're they're open to medications, then we'll talk about the different classes and what's available and whether, which one would be the right fit. I do find that for certain medications, um, specifically like the fentramine or the adipex, that medication wouldn't necessarily be right for somebody who's struggling with their blood pressure or to control it or whose blood pressure is high because that is a stimulant, and it can cause their blood pressure to increase. If the person has diabetes, um, that actually would be a good candidate, and they have no history of pancreatitis um, and no history of family history of thyroid cancer. Um, They would be a good candidate for our GLP-1 class, similar to Ozempic, Trulicity, um, Wagovi. So sometimes certain certain people's uh, medical conditions can kind of help Kind of steer me in the right way, but ultimately, um, when I have that patient or doing that consultation, we'll actually go through all the different categories and um, and then see which one they're most uh, apt to want to take. Um, the good thing is, and what's so exciting, is that at one point we really only had fentanyl, <laughs> you know, maybe a couple of others, and so now we have such a a larger breadth of medications that can help people. And so we can decide based on that person's condition, based on their lifestyle, and and just whether they want to have start medications um, is what we consider when we're about to start. Absolutely. So
0: you already touched on some of it. So what are the options out there on um, medications?
1: Yeah. So I'm going to go back through and just start with fentramine uh, or adipex. That's been out for a long time, like in the 1950s, it started. And so how it works is it's a stimulant. It actually gives you energy, whereas suppressing your appetite. Um, So a lot of people like it because especially if they're feeling more sluggish and just having difficulties, kind of having the motivation, energy to want to go exercise. This kind of gives them that that kickstart with it being a um, an actual um i'm sorry with it being an actual stimulant it can have people can have dry mouth Uh, Mm -hmm. people can feel some palpitations jitteriness especially if their body is caffeine naive because then they're getting this burst of energy and they're like what is going on so it definitely really does help and it, it just depends on that person but i've seen really good weight loss with the fentramine also in this particular stimulant class you have something called diethyl uh, which is actually, you can take that up to three times a day, but it's very similar to the Fitzgerald, but I would say it has a little bit less of the stimulant. I don't have as many patients complaining about the palpitations that you see with it. As well as I mentioned before, if you have high blood pressure, that stimulant can increase your blood pressure. So you want to kind of make sure that you are, um, you know, checking your blood pressure and, and actually checking with your doctor first before starting to make sure you're a good candidate. So that's the first. Um, and I would say probably the least expensive of the bunch as far as with the medications. The next one uh, that, or I guess the next popular medication that's out there, and you've probably seen TikToks, you've seen different people talk about this, is your GLP-1 class. Now, when it comes to weight loss, mm-hmm. we do see um, this FDA approved for weight loss. We have Lagovi and Saxenda. Now, like I mentioned, if you're a diabetic, you sometimes can get on Ozempic Victoza, Trulicity. These are also in the GLP-1 class, but they're a little bit of a lower dose and insurance will cover them if it's for the use of diabetes. So sometimes coverage is always a big issue in trying to get people insurances to cover it. But let's just for the purposes of this talk, kind of stay with your um, WGOBI and your sixenda. Um, because these are both FDA approved for weight loss. The difference between the two is that the Wagobi is a once weekly injection, whereas the Saxenda is a daily injection. How they work is they work at the level of your gut, where they're slowing down your gut, so you're not as hungry. And when you eat, it helps you to feel full. This can help with kind of curbing your cravings. This can help with um, eating smaller portions. Um, if you're one of these people that you know, emotionally eat or have a lot of snacking, this can help reduce that. As far as side effects that are concerned, um, we do see a lot of people complaining of that bloating sensation or nausea. Um, I've had people experience some diarrhea or constipation. um, And that's just because the system has slowed down. Um, Mm -hmm. And so sometimes people can feel that nausea. There are ways how to go about that. I I would recommend patients, if they're having nausea, to maybe change the site of injection instead of the stomach trying the, the thighs or behind the arms. And then also they can try um, giving them the shot at nighttime and that too can help reduce that nausea. Um, and so that is our GLP-1 class. I, for, I would be remiss to say, it's probably the most weight loss that we're seeing at this point um, is this particular class. And it's the studies have shown with Wagovi that they can lose up to 15% of their body weight. Now I did allude to this starting that uh, hopefully sometime this year, we'll have a new medication coming on the market. It is similar, it'll be similar to the Manjaro um, that we use for diabetes currently, but it'll be a different, it'll be packaged in a different name um, when it definitely is FDA approved. It's currently fast tracked. And then studies have shown in their studies for Manjaro that people have lost 20%. And so now they're doing studies looking at people without diabetes, can they benefit and lose weight as well? And so, and that study is still ongoing as well as the fast tracking through FDA. So hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed. Uh, We'll be having another medication that we can talk about uh, later on this year. And so that's our GOP class as well. Uh, The other classes that we have is I would be remiss too, is the Quisima, which is the fentramine plus topiramate. So it has a little bit of that phentermine in it, but it's a lower dose and you have the topiramate that we come together um, and it's in one pill. This helps with kind of curbing your appetite, helping you not to feel as hungry. Um, and when you eat to help you to feel full. And so side effects included with this, similar to the phentermine where you can have the jitteriness and the palpitations. Um, also sometimes with topiramate, you see a little bit of brain fog. So you can see that with that particular class um the we have two more classes we have the uh which works at the level of the brain to kind of suppress the appetite center so you don't feel as hungry um as far as symptoms with that side effects you can have some nausea sometimes headaches just depends on the person i would say the one good thing about it is that it doesn't interact with interfere with your blood pressure. So you, you know, you won't necessarily have your blood pressure um, get high on this medication. However, if you're on chronic pain medication, you can't be on this medication because it will actually block the pain receptors and cause you to start to feel pain. Um, So it's, it'll kind of interact with your pain medication. Um, The other thing, the other thing is, I would say is that it does take about a good month for it to get into your system because you have to taper up on it. And so definitely if you're on this, give it some time for it to start to work and for you to see a change with the contrave. And last but not least, we have the plenity. The plenity is a, um, a, basically a natural cellulose capsule that you take three capsules before lunch, three capsules before dinner, and it actually just expands in the stomach. And it causes you not to feel as hungry. And when you eat, it helps you to feel full. Um, it doesn't go into the bloodstream, it just stays in the gut, which is a good thing. So, if you have like other medical conditions, heart failure, things of that nature, it's not going to interact there uh, or high blood pressure. However, it does, since it does stay in the gut, sometimes people complain of feeling more bloating sensation, just feeling a little bit distended. Um, also, sometimes it can, because it is a natural fiber you can have some diarrhea with it so it just kind of depends on the person Um, the other thing i would say there are some medications that are non-fda approved for weight loss but we use for weight loss and that's our metformin that we use for diabetics and pcos it helps with curbing your carbohydrate cravings and we also use topiramate which we use for migraines that helps with um, kind of changing your taste buds so these would be the major medications that are available for us to use for weight loss.
0: That is awesome. Now, one big question is which one of these is covered by insurance? Yeah. I'm,
1: patients want nope. it. Yeah, that's a good question. So it actually depends on your insurance and the plan that your employer chooses. So not all employers opt in for the obesity writer or basically the part of the insurance that says that they'll cover weight loss medications. Uh, some of them, you know, don't, they avoid, you know, they, they take that out, which is unfortunate because what we do know is that with obesity, it is associated with 270 plus uh, medical conditions. And so if we can get control of our weight, we can keep control of those medical conditions. But unfortunately, some insurances don't cover that. So most importantly, it's important that you check with your insurance. Um, I would say the, since the fentramine has been out the longest, it would be the least expensive. And so you can always use a good RX coupon, uh, if you're familiar or another pharmacy coupon where you can get the price down so that it would be a little bit more affordable. But usually like depending on which pharmacy you go to, it could be between 11 and and 30 bucks uh, a month, which is still not too much. It's not going to break the bank, but sometimes if you'd like to get a little bit cheaper, you can go through good Rx too. Um, but ultimately it's the insurer. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Um, and then with, what are, what are the obstacles that you run into trying to help your patients lose weight using the medications?
1: Yeah. So sometimes I'd find, so one big obstacle I find is that sometimes people have the thought that if i'm on this medication i don't have to do anything else meaning i don't have to eat properly i don't have to exercise so i will want to stress to your um, audience that with the medication it's just a tool so you still have to do everything else you still have to change how you're eating you still have to exercise um, to kind of help with burning more calories because what what I did not mention is that our body likes to be at a certain weight or a certain set point. And so when we start to lose weight, we may start to lose weight frequently in the beginning, but it starts to plateau because our body adjusts or adapts to the weight loss. And so it will increase our hunger hormone, also will decrease our metabolism. So in order to kind of keep the ball rolling or the train on the tracks, it's important to kind of add those healthier habits and the um, and the exercise so that when you're ready to get off these medications, cause you met your goal weight, you can be able to um, maintain it after that. Cause sometimes that's the second problem is that some people will take the medication and when they stop it, they gain the weight back. But what I find is, is that if you're implementing those healthy habits and you're, you're sticking to that, it actually will help you maintain despite being off the medication.
0: Absolutely. I think that the one, one of the big things I always tell my, my patients is just to me, the harder part is keeping it on,
1: you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and that's where, that's yeah. where that mindset that this is a chronic disease comes in handy because when you realize this is a chronic disease, yes, I may be, um, I may have lost the weight. It can come back on. If I, if I stop doing what we're supposed to do. Um, I personally have experienced that. I remember I would, I was maintaining my weight. I was running. I got tired of running. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. And three months later, I gained 20 pounds. And I'm like, what just happened? (laughs) What just happened? So I'm a testament. You can't stop. You got to keep going. So when you're creating or you're doing these healthy habits, make sure, is this something I can do for the rest of my life? It needs to be a lifestyle change. It Um, needs to be a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm.
0: Not a sprint. It's a marathon, guys. Not a sprint. Same thing. So we're with you on it. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So the other thing is I'm actually going to switch gears. Um, and this is a question I always ask, um, all my guests, why what you
1: do doc? So why do I do what I do? Mm -hmm. All right. I, the reason why I really enjoy obesity medicine is because I struggled with my weight since childhood. And so it was, you know, being able to go into this field has helped me open my eyes to kind of what's going on in my body, but then also it allows me to be able to help others too. Um, I know people may look at me and be like, you, I have one patient that you don't know how to lose weight or, or to gain weight. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, so, um, and so this, this going into this field kind of helps me to stay on top of it and then, um, and to be consistent. And then also it helps me to help others. So I, I truly enjoy this field that I am so impressed with just how this field has grown in the last several years. And I'm excited that we have more options and more tools in our toolbox to help others.
0: That is an amazing reason to
1: do it. And so you, you
0: kind of are, you know, you know, both sides of it, you know, you know you're helping, and you know exactly how it feels. That is amazing. Um, this other question is completely unrelated, um, but it the answer all, always helps my viewers. So I always ask mm-hmm. it. And that question is, if you had an opportunity
1: to talk to your 20-year-old self with all the experiences mm-hmm. that you've had so far, what would you say? Mm. So if I could talk to my 20-year-old self, I would. So my 20 year old self would be at the end of her college career. And actually, the funny thing is, is that at the end of my college career, I had lived off campus. And so I was cooking for myself. I was exercising and I had lost weight. And I tell you, for graduation, I looked good. (laughs) So what I would tell myself is to not stop, (laughs) do not stop lord have mercy it gets hard because uh after that we went to i went i studied abroad for a year i went to medical school and so life got away from me and i started gaining the weight back but i would say number one make this a priority like put exercise in when you're 20 you don't have to do much you may exercise three days a week now that i'm 40 I got to exercise five days, six days. (laughs) I got to make sure I'm like, well, how many calories is in this? Like, I I have to be on top of this. And so when I'm like, if you're 20, I'm like, man, don't stop. So whoever's out there, you're in your 20s, you may be your 30s, you may be your 50s, 60s, 70s, don't stop. The secret sauce, and I'm going to tell you, the secret sauce to weight loss Mm -hmm. is consistency, is you keep doing it every single day regardless if you want to or not and that was that's what i would tell myself i'm like S- stop playing <laughs> you better get your butt to the gym or you better go walking you better do something you better do you better watch what you're eating so that's what i would tell myself so, um, many, so many gems in there but
0: it's—I really, truly believe that those big results we're all looking for is hidden in those everyday habits. So you just hit the nail on the head, Dr. Shelley. Thank you so much. This is so so good. Um, okay, so actually, for people that are going looking for you, want to connect with you, where can they find you?
1: Yes, you can find me at uh, Dr. Shelley MD at on YouTube and on Instagram. Also, you can go to my website, drshellymd.com to learn more about what we're doing here. Also, I have a free online course for you if you're trying to get started with your weight loss, and that is the thriveforlifechallenge.com backslash kickstart. So feel free to go on there and get some more information, more tools for your toolbox as you're trying to um, and have a more healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm
0: so awesome so you guys heard it, heard it check her out and if you're looking for a primary care physician that cares give us a call at apple valley family medicine our phone number is 304-350-107 and you can find us online www.applevalleyfamily.com all right thank you so much have a great week y'all bye bye if you enjoyed listening to this podcast please take a moment to subscribe, share, and include a review. Don't forget, you're worth it and your health is our priority. Tune in for another episode next week and have a great rest of your week.